When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, it's Monday, the beginning of a brand new week, and the Pittsburgh Steelers are on vacation as the rest of the NFL is, but pretty soon they are going to be emerging on to Latrobe and St. Vincent College for another preseason to get prepared for their 90th season and happy birthday to the Pittsburgh Steelers who turned 90 just two days ago on July 8th. If you do not know when the Steelers were born, yes, they came about on July 8th, 1933. So 90 years old. I cannot wait for another 10 years from now. I don't want those days to fly by fast, but can you imagine it won't be long until we are talking about the Steelers being 100. And with the exception of my grandparents, I think 90, the Steelers are probably one of the coolest 90-year-olds I ever met. I never met Bob Hope. I never met Betty White. They made it to 199 and almost 100, respectively. But the Steelers are really active for being 90 years old. I love it. No AARP for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Once again, this is bad language as we get on ready for another week. I'm talking about the fact that the Pittsburgh Steelers are on vacation right now. Yeah, but they're working hard. I was on vacation last week, sort of. Dave Schofield was as well, so we need to thank Jeff Hartman for sitting in on some of our shows like the Steelers preview and the gentleman that came in and helped out Tate boy fresh. That's Kevin Tate to you and I big G Sean Gurley. They checked in and helped out and they also have a new show debuting for us here on steel curtain network, part of fans first sports network. Download all of that wherever you find your favorite podcasts. So here's the deal. Check it out Tuesdays at 5 a.m. A brand new show. I cannot wait to hear it. I'm going to wait to have them unveil the name. But they had a chance to talk about that on Thursday when they sat in for Dave and I. Big things happening here. We do not take off. We are a 365-day entity, 52 weeks, every single day of the year, seven days a week, over 22 original shows, and that's just in the off-season alone. When we get in-season, some of those old favorites are going to pop back up as we're recapping the Pittsburgh Steelers every single day, more than three shows a day. 
I cannot wait. I don't want to wish my summer away, but I'm going to say this. I cannot wait for the regular season. I want real football again. I want preseason football. Heck, I watched the Pittsburgh Maulers this season. Fun season, but it's just not the same. And if you listen to some of our shows last week, if you listen to Jeff on Let's Ride, you heard Jeff talk about, well, you heard him talk about the fact that the Steelers are probably one of the number one teams looking at USFL players right now. And there's guys on the Maulers that would look nice in a different version of black and gold. Reuben Foster, Boogie Roberts. Don't forget about a guy that was already wore the black and gold, wore it last season. Mark Gilbert, the cornerback, Pittsburgh guy. That's all a possibility. You know, the Steelers are working hard during their vacation, just like Dave and I still recorded shows. We also checked in and did some work behind the scenes while we were on vacation. And the Steelers are doing that as well. We saw Kenny Pickett do it that right before his wedding. We saw Najee Harris on the beach doing this crazy ball drill. It was on Steelers.com on Twitter. I saw that. I was like, wow, Najee's working. He's supposed to be vacationing right now, but he's not stopping. And, you know, we said this on the week that was, Dave and I, that the Steelers are ranked low in a lot of power rankings. And when you think about it, you know they're going to be. When you're 9-8, and eight, when you're nine and seven, nine, seven and one the year before, you're probably going to be ranked low. But they don't know what's going on. All they see is a spreadsheet. All they see is numbers on the page. They treat different NFL teams when they're not in that market. Watching them closely, they treat them like a stock entity. It's like the stock market, playing the stock market. And so they really don't know what's going on until they see him for real. Now, the power rankings will look different if the Steelers do what we think they're going to do. They'll look way different in week four. You're going to see teams that weren't considered, that were ranked low in these power rankings, in the top 10, and you're going to be, oh, they're a surprise. It's not a surprise for these guys because they're working in the offseason. Instead of going to Taylor Swift right before his wedding, he's working out with Allen Robinson. That's Kenny Pickett. You know all the things you have to do before a wedding. I know there's Uber now. You don't have to pick up as many people at the airport. But man, getting ready for the biggest day of his life. Kenny Pickett's getting ready for the biggest season of his life. Najee's on the beach doing drills to get better. These guys are serious about it. TJ Watt comes out and say, I'm going into year seven and I still have so much that I have to learn. I'm learning every day. And when you think about it, these guys are hungry. They are desperate to prove. And in some cases, they're pro bowlers. Kenny's not. He probably will be. You've got an NFL defensive player of the year. You've got a two-time national champion in Najee Harris. And what are they doing? They're just working like madmen. Because they have not done it on this level yet. And they want to do it. And they want to show you. Now, these power rankings that came out 
from ESPN last week. They're interesting to me. Pittsburgh Steelers are ranked 14th in the NFL. And when you look at it on the surface, you're like, 14th, not bad. 14 teams make the playoffs. They're saying the Steelers are a playoff team. But look a little deeper. They are not the 14th best team in the NFL and would not be in the playoffs because they are ranked a lot lower in the American Football Conference. So they would not be a playoff team in the AFC. They would definitely not be a playoff team based on where they are in the division because the Bengals, and I get it, the Bengals should be ranked higher. You could argue the Ravens, but the Ravens are ranked third for this power ranking on rosters. And then there's the Cleveland Browns who are ranked second, and you're like, all right, they're paper champions again. Cue Leaf Flowers. They do this with the Cleveland Browns all the time. And then they get in stadium and they wilt. That dog has no bite in regular season. On paper, my gosh, they look like Cujo. Then they look like Benji, if you remember Benji, or that dog from Frasier. Not tough. Not tough at all. My dachshunds have better bite in the regular season. I'm just saying. Absolutely saying. So it got me thinking. What if the Pittsburgh Steelers were in the National Football Conference? They were in the NFL, and when the AFL came in, they became an AFC team. But they used to play teams like the New York Football Giants, the Green Bay Packers. They used to play the Detroit Lions. They played Washington. They played Philadelphia all the time. It's one of the reasons their records against those teams are so poor. And the reason is because the Steelers in 1933, it took to maybe a year or two before 1973 to be a good team. So it took almost 40 years to be a team. And they, man, they succumbed to those teams like crazy. So they're never going to catch Washington or the Giants or Philadelphia record-wise. They're not unless they have amazing 20-game winning streaks, but they play them every four years. But what? where would the Steelers be considered if they were a national football conference team? I was pondering that. Just right off the top of my head, I'm thinking they would be ranked a whole lot higher. So we're going to take the NFC. We're going to go through all 16 teams and see where the Pittsburgh Steelers would possibly be. We're going to do that right after this when we come back. It's the Monday edition. It's bad language. Stick with us.
we're doing it. It's a Monday. It's bad language. We are back. My name is Brian Anthony Davis, back for a full week after taking some time off. Everyone said I was in the woods. It was not really roughing it that much. I was in one of those Sherman Potter mash type tents in a cot, eating in a dining hall at a scout camp. So really, it was more glamping than anything for me. Not some of the stuff I usually do as a scoutmaster. So I am glad to be back once again. Thanks to Jeff Hartman. Thanks to Sean. Thanks to Kevin. Thanks to the other Kevin for uh, covering me with some of my shows. And then we were able to do bad language before I left. So glad to be back. Glad to be talking Steelers. When we did the week that was, there wasn't a lot to talk about. But you can always find stuff to talk about when it's the Pittsburgh Steelers. And we had another 40-minute show. So check out that week that was with myself, BAD, and David Schofield. We were able to really get into some other things based on the reports that we got about the Pittsburgh Steelers last week. All right. Power rankings. They were one of those things that we discussed in the week that was. And we're talking about them a little more today. And one thing we did not talk about was something that I was thinking about. The Steelers are ranked low in the AFC. There's so many teams ahead of them. They're ranked last when it comes to rosters in the AFC North. Last out of four teams. And that includes the Browns. And really includes the Ravens. I don't mind the Pittsburgh Steelers being below the Cincinnati Bengals roster-wise. I think they're absolutely incredible and have a chance to get things done. But I would put Pittsburgh second. I really would. And I'm not biased because, you know, I don't act biased. I don't believe in it. If I do something wrong, I'm going to say, hey, I did this wrong. If I'm not up to snuff, and it's not me just uh, ripping on myself, I'm going to say I am not good enough at this certain aspect of life. I'm trying to get better, but I'll recognize flaws. One of the reasons that the Bengals are ranked as high, same reason the Browns are ranked as high. On paper, they should be champions. I mean, with all of those top picks, The Ravens and Steelers should have lower rankings because of personnel. But both the Ravens and the Steelers get more out of their personnel than both both Ohio teams. I'm not a big fan of the Buckeye State because the Bengals and the Browns, the color orange, the color orange ruined me for Ohio. Really did. But let's get on to it. Let's see what the Pittsburgh Steelers would be like if they were an NFC team. Let's start with the AFC, excuse me, the NFC East. I'm going to bring up all four teams in the AFC. They put, they put some teams in the playoffs last year. But let's look at them and talk about where the Steelers would fit in. If I'm going to go ahead and give my preseason rankings for these teams, 
I'll be doing the same thing that the national media is doing because I don't follow these teams. But on the surface, I'm going to think Washington, the commanders, will command that last spot in the division. Pittsburgh Steelers would be better than the Washington Commanders. Really think they are. Even though the New York football giants and Daniel Jones emerged last year and went to the playoffs, I really like the Pittsburgh Steelers' chances in this division. And I'm not taking anybody out of the division. I'm just saying this is a five-team division right now. In my mind, for this exercise, Pittsburgh Steelers would be ahead of the New York football giants. What about the Cowboys? The Cowboys really should be a better team. But they don't have that swagger that they had in the 90s. They don't have that discipline they had in the 70s. They are not the great franchise that they once were. And they were great franchises two separate times. It could be argued that the Steelers were too. But the direction that the Steelers are going in, I would actually say that I think they're better than the Cowboys this year. So I'm going to put them in second place in this division. I will not put them first. Not when it comes to the Philadelphia Eagles. The Philadelphia Eagles are one of the finest teams in the National Football League. And they're probably number one, not just in the division, but in the conference. And I'm going to say this about the Philadelphia Eagles. The Pittsburgh Steelers, in a lot of ways, are emulating the recipe that made Philadelphia successful, that other Keystone State team. They're that good. They are that good. So I'm going to say in this division, you could put them third, you could put them second, I'm going to put them second. But even if you were to put them third, it's probably one of your deeper divisions. Let's go ahead and go down south. The NFC South. This is just a crapshoot. You don't know who is going to win this division. Tom Brady's gone, so probably knocks Tampa way down. I'd probably say Tampa could be the fourth place team in this division. But not so fast, my friends. Atlanta wants to vie for that last spot too. Tampa and Atlanta are not complete teams. Even when they have the guys on the roster, you need a superstar. You need a Tom Brady to pull him out of it. And I know Tom Brady never played for Atlanta. He destroyed Atlanta. They have never recovered from 28 to 3. The Atlanta Falcons will never recover from that. It's going to take them a long time. Tom Brady destroyed them. New England Patriots destroyed that team. Let's look at the New Orleans Saints. It could be argued that they could be the division winners here. They've had so many losses throughout the years of personnel. All teams have losses now. 
I just don't think that they are back to where they need to be. They've been a top-tier team in the NFC South for the last 20 years. Then I'm going to make you laugh. I'm going to say the Carolina Panthers are number one in this division because they're bringing in some veterans. They're bringing in some nice rookies. The Carolina Panthers have a chance to make that huge jump from year one to year two, even though this isn't their first season. My gosh, they've been playing since 1995. But all I'm saying about Carolina, they've done a complete makeover. NFL edition. They are good. But if the Pittsburgh Steelers were in the NFC South, they would be the favorites to win that division. Tell me if I'm lying. Tell me if this is a falsehood. You're not going to really put the Steelers lower than any of these teams. I'm not saying that when you get in stadium that they wouldn't be bested by one of these teams. But over a 17-game season, Pittsburgh Steelers are better than any team in the NFC South. And I almost could say that about the NFC North. Chicago Bears, yeah, they're trying to bring in some veterans. That was a, a true tank job last year, and they weren't trying to tank. They made that trade with the Steelers bringing in Chase Claypool, they might consider that in a few years one of the worst trades in franchise history. Now, I'm sure they are worse. But they have Justin Fields, and he's phenomenal. Really showed what he could do. They're trying to beef up that defense, and there are some strong players on that defense. Look out. But when it comes down to it, Chicago Bears are not a great team in that division. Minnesota Vikings, fire sale. Everybody's gone. Dalvin Cook's gone. No, Justin Jefferson's still there. Kirk Cousins is, I don't want to say he's winding down, but he's experienced hump day. Let's just put it that way. He's still a very good quarterback for that team. But when all these guys say they want to leave a franchise, that seems if somebody's going to say, I'm holding out or I want traded, he's got a purple helmet. And the Baltimore Ravens don't have purple helmets. They have black helmets. They might have purple jerseys. So I'm talking about the Minnesota Vikings. Let's talk about the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers is gone. Yeah, you have, you have Jordan Love. But there's nothing to be really excited about with Rodgers gone. You're going to hope Jordan Love can do it, but the supporting cast isn't there either. It's weird to say because for me, Green Bay's perennial in the North. Green Bay Pack, the Green Bay Packers are 
the NFC North version of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Year after year, you're going to think about them on top. So I'm putting Pittsburgh ahead of them as well. The team that's going to win the division, or should win the division, they've been building a very nice franchise. It's the Detroit Lions. And they should. They've had a lot of high draft picks. When I was talking about the Cleveland Browns and the Cincinnati Bengals earlier, I could talk about Detroit. I love what Detroit's doing. They brought a lot of draft picks in from that Jared Goff trade. Actually, let me rephrase that. No, they haven't. But they've brought in they've brought picks in. And when they brought in Jared Goff, they brought in a very good quarterback. One that's unheralded. But now they're putting the pieces around him as well. That's going to be a nasty defense there. And Dan Campbell, they have one of the best coaches in the National Football League. Love Dan Campbell. Love what this team can do. Would they be better than the Pittsburgh Steelers if they were in the same division? I don't know. For the sake of argument, let's go ahead and put Pittsburgh second. Let's say the Detroit Lions would win the division and Pittsburgh would be second. I think that's not a bad thing here to say because we don't want to just go in, oh, Pittsburgh's better than everybody. We're not homers here to that point. We're not wearing black and gold goggles. We know what can happen. And that's like saying the Steelers are going to be 17 and 0. They're better than everybody. Boom. Don't worry about it. I think the Steelers very well could win that division. The NFC North. And if you're tuning in late, no, they have not switched divisions. This is an exercise. Where were the Steelers rank if they were in the NFC? Heard people say it. Oh, they'd be great. But now let's dig down deep. Let's figure it out. So I'll put them second in the division. Just like I put them second in the NFC East. I could even put them third in the NFC East, like I said. I'm probably not going to put the Pittsburgh Steelers number one in the NFC West. Arizona, don't believe in them. It's another team that so many draft picks up high. Don't know what to do with the good fortune. Teams like the Arizona Cardinals are like a drunk guy that wins the lottery. They're going to buy rounds for their friends. They're going to give their friends jobs. Like MC Hammer. Brought everybody from Oakland to be on his in his entourage. And what happened? He went bankrupt. People were paid to stand there. Because Hammer said, hey, stand here. That was on the very first VH1, uh, VH1 behind the music, by the way. That's what the Arizona Cardinals are. The LA Rams won the Super Bowl two years ago. Had a lot of people hurt last year. They're bringing them back. They play the Steelers this year. All these guys play the Steelers in this division. But I think there's not enough. They made all those trades. They didn't have guys that they could really bring in. 
And what do you have now? You just have lower draft picks because they built for now. And building for now helped them win a Lombardi. And you can't sleep on that. But when you go all in, you're going to be all out in other seasons. It happened a whole lot quicker than anybody thought with the Los Angeles Rams. So I'm putting the Steelers ahead of them. Putting the Steelers ahead of the Seahawks, too. Geno Smith had a wonderful year. I just don't think he is the superstar that that contract at this age warrants. I consider him a very good NFL player. I'm not saying it's an aberration. He had a Pro Bowl year, but they didn't win it all. So Geno Smith may be the guy for right now, but they put a lot of eggs in that basket. I'm not putting the eggs in the basket because I want more than one season to prove that the guy's a star and the guy that can guide this franchise to glory. San Francisco 49ers should have won the Super Bowl last year. Everybody gets hurt. I'm not going to put the Steelers ahead of the 49ers. I think the Steelers can beat the 49ers week one. But the 49ers are a very well-balanced team. I almost expect the 49ers and the Eagles to be competing for the crown. So I'll go ahead and I'll be conservative here. And I'll put the Steelers at number two in the West. So if we do that, if you look at what we would be doing here, the Pittsburgh Steelers would be in the top four because I have them winning a division. Really, I could have had them winning two divisions. But I have them winning a division. If I don't have them winning division, I have them second place in every other division. And at worst, in the NFC East, they could be third. In the NFC, the Steelers are a top four team. They're not a top two team. You could make a case that they're a top three team. But definitely a top four team. Even if you put them behind Dallas, they're number four in the conference because it would be Philadelphia, San Francisco, and Dallas. And I put them ahead of Dallas. So I think it's Philadelphia, San Francisco, and Pittsburgh. When you look at the drill, I mean, you could drill down into this even more, but it's fun to think. The AFC's loaded, the NFC's down. There was a time when the NFC won every Super Bowl from Super Bowl 19 to Super Bowl 31. Every Super Bowl. Now, it's a different story. You're going to see the AFC win so much more because the AFC is loaded and those teams have to beat each other up, which means when you get to the Super Bowl, AFC might be favored again. Just depends. Does somebody dethrone the Philadelphia Eagles or the San Francisco 49ers? 
if the Pittsburgh Steelers were in the National Football Conference, they would be competing. Like I said, they would be a third place team and it would be no no brainer that you would put them in at least the second round of the playoffs. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. This is another edition of Bad Language on the Fans First Sports Network and Steel Curtain Network. And as always, thank you for listening. And I ain't apologizing for nothing.